tonight's tale, Mothman Returns. Tony Lavorna's Legends and Lore podcast explores the history and tales of ghost stories, mysterious crimes, murders, UFOs, witchcraft, and other occult happenings still thriving in the greater Ohio Valley region of Pennsylvania, West Virginia, Ohio, and beyond. It was on November 20th, 2016, when an unidentified man walked into WCHS, a local West Virginia news station. He claimed to have taken pictures of the legendary Mothman of Point Pleasant, West Virginia. The pictures are grainy at best and depict what appears to be a two-legged humanoid flying in the sky above treetops. The Mothman has ingrained itself as a part of the local folklore of Point Pleasant. Sightings began back in November of 1966. These appearances culminated with the collapse of the Silver Bridge over the Ohio River in December of 1967. It took the lives of over a dozen people who were trapped in traffic and on the bridge at the time of the collapse. Although it was a full year later, many believed that it had something to do with the sinister Mothman. That he had become some type of omen, a precursor of ill things to come. While it would seem the Mothman legend has become a national curiosity and a tourist attraction for many, the legend grew new life back in 1975 with author John Keel's excellent book, Mothman Prophecies. And who could forget the 2002 movie starring Richard Gere by the same title? Early reports in 1966, though, depict a little different story. You see, listeners, the authorities believed it was an unusually large bird, something like a sandhill crane, of which could be said that it would be as tall as a human and that it would boast almost an incredible seven-foot wingspan. Then, Mason County Sheriff George Johnson said the creature was likely a shipoke. The case was then made that the bird somehow strayed from its normal migration patterns. So are we then to simply dismiss this all as a hoax? There are a myriad amount of reports of this creature, many reports coming years after the initial sightings and the bridge collapse. The following person offered the following sighting. This took place as recent as 1999. For the purpose of anonymity, we will refer to her simply as Janet. You will never believe what I saw one very cold, dry November night. My family and I had moved into a new house upon a hill on a little back road in the very small town of Fort Gay, West Virginia. Fort Gay sits right on the east side of Kentucky. 
The population of my town then was probably just a couple shy of a thousand. My family and I were unpacking. We had not yet put the furniture in its rightful places, and everything was still in the packing boxes. Overwhelmed with working all day, I retired around 11 p.m. I put my little brother on the couch, and I took his bed, since my bed wasn't put together as yet. His room faces the front of the house. His window is around 20 to 25 feet or so off of the ground. I was looking out the window when I saw it. It had to be at least seven foot tall in stature. I had no idea what it was, but I knew I was frozen. I'd never been that scared in all of my life. All I could do was lay there and just stare at this thing. It was sitting in a tree about 50 or so feet off the ground, about 50 feet from the house across the yard. It felt like all eternity. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't even blink or shut in my eyes. It had big, red, bright, glowing eyes looking dead into my face. I finally worked up enough courage to close my eyes and put my head under the covers when all of a sudden this thing smacked the window. I went through the house screaming at the top of my lungs. There's something outside, I was crying. My mom and dad looked at me and said, what is wrong with you? It looks like you have seen a ghost. My face was snow white. I said as my teeth chattered, my heart beating, my hands sweating. I don't know what it was, but please, Daddy, don't go outside. I begged and I begged and pleaded. Shortly, my father, he took his coat and hat, stepped out the door. A few moments elapsed, he came back in and said there was nothing out there. I kept screaming, saying over and over, yes, there is, yes, there is. When I explained to them what I saw and how I felt, they simply said I was crazy. But to this day, I will not go outside myself. And even in the day, someone still has to watch me to my car. I have heard of some pretty crazy things going on up on the road, but I never expected to experience anything myself. Not like this. My husband and I went to the theaters one day, and there, behold, was the Mothman prophecies on the big screen. We went to see it. I was reliving the night all over again, the way they described the feeling. It was simply remarkable. My husband looked over at me and said, Isn't that what you described to me when we were dating? I couldn't say a word. After that moment, I knew what I saw. I believe in all of my heart, in my very soul, I saw the Mothman. It's just a little weird. I only live about 80 miles south of Point Pleasant, West Virginia, where all that took place 37 years ago. It was exactly 32 years to the month when I saw it. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm your host, Tony Lavorna, and you have been listening to Tony Lavorna's Legends and Lore, a part of the Social Voice Project. 
You are listening to a production of the Social Voice Podcast Network. This concludes our broadcast.